Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to everyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Um, we normally read from the uh, NIV, the nearly infallible version, but for one paragraph, uh, to help our understanding, I'm going to read the amplified version, but you'll also see the NIV version. Good order in worship. What then shall we say, brothers and sisters? When you come together, each of you has a hymn, or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue or an interpretation. Everything must be done so that the church may be built up. If anyone speaks in a tongue, two, or at most three, should speak, one at a time, and someone must interpret. If there is no interpreter, the speaker should keep quiet in the church and speak to himself and to God. Two or three prophets should speak, and the others should weigh carefully what is said. And if a revelation comes to someone who is sitting down, the first speaker should stop. For you can all prophesy in turn, so that everyone may be instructed and encouraged. The spirits of prophets are subject to the control of prophets. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the congregations of the Lord's people. I'm now going to read the um, Amplified Version. The women should remain silent in the churches. They are not allowed to speak as the law says. If they want to inquire about something, they should ask their own husbands at home, for it is improper for a woman to speak in the church. I'll go back to the NIV version. Or did the word of God originate with you? Or are you the only people it has reached? If anyone thinks they are a prophet, or otherwise gifted by the Spirit, let them acknowledge that what I am writing to you is the Lord's command. But if anyone ignores this, they themselves will be ignored. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy, and do not forbid speaking in tongues, for everything should be done in a fitting and orderly way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Be to God. Thank you, Bruce. Um, we're going to show you a video in a moment, but I think it would be wrong to not address the elephant in the room. Now, I, the reason I didn't, I didn't leave out that section 
is because it makes probably more of a thing of it if I leave it out. So I thought, well, let's just do the reading, and then I'll just hit this straight at the beginning. so that Because, um, you know, you get those passages, and this is, you know, and you can see Bruce take a breath in before he kind of had to read that out. I totally get it. So um, contextually, you need to understand this, and, and it's, it's nothing like as bad as it's sometimes been taught. Okay, so when it says the word church there, it's talking about a gathered group of people. This is not um, the temple. This is people meeting in a home, doing the kinds of things that Paul is speaking about there. And one of the things that would happen, and this happened in a number of different ways um, culturally, because it was such a a male-dominated culture, Um, lots of women were feeling kind of oppressed. But what you need to understand is a lot of these meetings happened in the home, which is the domain of the woman. And and she would be the kind of, in a sense, the senior hostess. She'd be the one who would welcome, the one who would, and would have this kind of, it would just be different in the home. And what was happening in some of the meetings is people would start to prophesy. And this would normally happen between a husband and wife, a husband would prophesy, and maybe they, I don't know what exactly the scenario is in terms of why this could happen, but it did happen. Um, some of the women would, uh, remember, uneducated mostly um, at that time, would then ask questions in the middle of a prophetic word being given. So this is about honouring what God is doing in the context of that time. This is not a truth which is for all time. This is contextual, just like in Timothy. When Paul writes to Timothy and it speaks about women, it's a letter to Timothy. How do you run the church? And he was overseeing a church. It's a personal letter. It wasn't written to everybody. And he was giving specific instructions to Timothy about that's a different situation. And if you go back to 1 Corinthians 11, it's clear that women are encouraged to speak in church and to minister and prophesy in church. Paul had female leaders. Lydia, one of the most prominent female leaders that he encouraged and pushed forward. Um, Priscilla. Priscilla and and Aquila led a church, but Priscilla was the leader, not Aquila, the man. It was Priscilla that led the church. So we have to read this in the context of the whole piece. So please hear in that vein, this is not about what you as women can or can't do in the life of a congregation. Don't hear that. It's not about that. I don't want to spend any more time on it because it will distract us. But I did want to just quickly touch on it um, in case you're worried about where we're coming from. Um, Now we're going to watch um, a video and then I'll come and share. You see, before anything came into existence, in heaven there was God, a family of persons, a father, a son, and their very breath, the spirit. All there, united in unbreakable bonds of love, each lifting the other up in humble grace, and leaning outwards to earth, to us, with an open-armed embrace. You see, Family comes straight from the heart of God, from whom every family on earth derives its identity. 
And when the presence of God is invited into any human heart or into any community, it grows and forms the same unbreakable bonds of love. And we become one, one family. Kingdom family communities embody love in relationships. They're like being extended family with one another, where we break off individualism and isolation through the Father's love. Kingdom family communities are gathered around the presence of God, encountering Him together and living it out as one. They worship, eat together, minister like Jesus, grow in His truth, and are rooted in love. They're safe and inspiring environments to practice and grow in doing what Jesus did and living like Jesus lived. Healing the sick, hearing God's voice, releasing the Holy Spirit's power. New friends are included and adopted all the time. Needs are shared and known by all. Miracles flow and hearts are set free as God makes all things new. Kingdom family communities start as 15 people. Some are multi generational, some are flesh and blood family. Some gather at similar ages and stages. All are brothers and sisters together. At 25 people, it's time to birth a new kingdom family community. So this is a place we grow in leadership, we grow in maturity, and we grow in gifts. What would it be like if we not only knew God's love, but we lived God's love? What would it be like if there was no one in need amongst us? What would it be like if the quality of our relationship really looked and felt like the same love Father, Son and Spirit share. What if we learned to love so well, we longed to welcome the forgotten and the broken into this kind of extended family? What if family for so many a source of pain? What if family could truly embody on earth what love looks like in heaven? Um, I want to just start by just quickly getting a, a response in terms of seeing that, what, what is firing off inside you, just one word, thoughts, um, just shout them out. Is that Unity. Community, yeah, community, brilliant. Unity. Unity, thanks. <laughs> Funny that. Love. Love, yeah, love, absolutely. Acceptance. Acceptance. Growth. Joy. Joy, yeah. What was that one? Support, yeah, brilliant. Anything else? Companionship. Family, companionship. Excellent. Watching it, what sort of... Uh, does it feel good? That's a bit of a quiet response, isn't it? Well, good. Well, we got this wrong. It feels good. Good. All right. So we are so excited because we are going to be launching these Kingdom Family Communities. And the, the thing that we are coming against um, is a couple of things. But one of the things is people's past experience of small groups. Now this is mixed, so most, you know, most people have probably been a number of one or two, three potentially small groups over a period of time, 
and we'll probably have had a different response to them. So sometimes it's been a real place of support, uh, learning, discipleship and growth, and that's been fabulous. But for a lot of people, they don't have that experience. And so the kind of small group idea is a painful idea uh, or an awkward idea. And there's all kinds of reasons for that, and I'm not going to go into it. There's just no point. What our hope is in launching Kingdom Family Communities is that that kind of journey will become completely different. It will be transformed because these are spaces where it just it doesn't look like that. Now, how on earth are we going to get there? Well, one of the things and one of the cultures that we are absolutely crystal clear that we need for this to work is the culture of freedom. Now, the culture of freedom sounds fun and exciting, but it's scary. Because freedom means we have to let go. And if we have to let go, somebody else is in charge. And that is scary. And so, one of the things that we are seeking to do is create a place that is safe, where it's free, so it's not... We, the problem with structure, and structure is really helpful, the problem with structure in community is you can structure the life out of it. And then it's just death. And it's no good for anyone. So one of the things that's been interesting in trying to develop this and meeting with the leaders um, who are going to be being commissioned today is the question of, you know, you're not giving us much information. And we're like, I know, because we can't structure the life out of this. There has to be freedom, and we have to be responsive to the Holy Spirit in what this looks like. We're trying to capture the culture of only doing what we see the Father doing. So, um, two um, things, I haven't got a lot of time, which is a little frustrating, but um, I want to just do it like this. Kingdom... We'll talk a little bit about that. Family, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then practicalities, because there's bound to be some questions. So, kingdom. You, I think, all know that kingdom come is a phrase that is deeply embedded in the culture of um, Chanctonbury churches, um, or Chanctonbury Church. And that... um, 2033, uh, the vision captures really what that looks like. And if you want to know what we mean by kingdom, read this, watch the video, um, because it's really about life. Um, And if if we're looking to build relationship, which comes into the family section, um, you can't do it in a, a, a culture that's bound by rules. You know, if you talk about a normal family and a healthy, a healthy, you know, normal nuclear family and how we build relationships with either our children or our parents or our brothers and sisters, you, you can't do it around rules and uh, systems because it just gets in the way of relationship. Now, I know that creates mess, but here's the thing. When rules are high... Lots of rules, love is low. And when love is high, rules are low. When there's a lot of love in the room, there's a lot of chaos in the room. 
And when there's a lot of uh, rules in the room, there might be order, and I know the passage talked about order. Contextually, you've got to understand that as well. Uh, when there's a lot of rules and order and structure, the relationships don't flow. So we're trying to create this environment of the kingdom, which is one of freedom, where the spirit can move, and where everyone, like the video says, everyone can come and be part of it, and just you know receive from the Lord and be encouraged to move forward in their gifts. And if we do a system like, uh, let's say, a classic home group, I'm not knocking the home groups, I'm just saying it's not what we're uh, doing you know, for this period of time that we're in. Um, home groups have been amazing in so many ways. But if we're going with a sort of classic home group style, you know, you have, what, 10 people in the room or something, someone needs a Bible study, it might be really interesting, you learn loads, and that's all really good. Um, but it's not necessarily the environment that uh, enables people to flourish in the fullness of who they are and in all the things that God is calling them to do or to be. Or if we're modelling our small community thing on what the preacher said on Sunday, then we're just having a, an interesting conversation. And actually, what we're wanting to do is create the space, obviously for the connection, I'll come to that in a moment, but for the life of the Spirit to flow so that we move into the fullness of what he has for us that looks like this. And someone has an idea. I want to run a retreat centre somewhere in the village. Well, how do we get behind that and support it? Because in the wider church family, it's really hard to find that because, you know, if you come to the 11, obviously, there's so many people here and there's not much time to connect with everyone. And, and so maybe that could happen through a small group. But within a, uh, a kingdom family community, we're able to be adaptive and responsive uh, to, not to the needs in the room, but to what God is doing in the room. And that's the idea. So we're seeking to find ways that the kingdom can flow. Um, I'm trying to paint a picture of a sort of culture we're going after here. And it might sound slightly elusive. It is. And I can't apologize for that. Um, because we've never seen this happen in the way that we're hoping it will. I've got one story which I'll tell you in a moment. That's really, I think, all I can say about kingdom. Presence of God. Gathered around the presence of God. That is fundamental. We expect to see the miraculous happen in these uh, kingdom family communities. Whatever that might look like. We expect that people's hearing of the Lord's voice will increase and become stronger. And the, the culture of the prophetic just naturally grows because of the space that is given for that within um, a meeting. These are spaces for leadership training. This will be the core space where we train leaders. In order to train leaders, we need to get a number of leaders trained up to train leaders, if you see what I mean. And that grows as this happens. Because everyone who's a part of this gets called into ministering in some way. Um, and no one's going to be forced to do anything. But you are going to be encouraged to take risks. 
And that's how we grow. We, if we don't take risks, we're not going to grow. We're just going to stay in the same space. So risk is a part of this culture. Um, uh, and, and developing leaders. Uh, growing in ministry gifts um, and um, you know, opportunities, possibilities. What are the things that you want to grow in and become stronger at? These, this is the space for that uh, to happen. Um, releasing the Spirit's power, obviously, is there. And hearts set on fire. That was a line um, in the video. Kingdom, it looks like that. I, I don't have much time to unpack it all. Family. Um, the video starts talking about the Trinity. God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That already is a family unit, and we are invited to participate in the divine nature. What's the divine nature? Family. It's not fully, but it is part of it. Okay? Uh, love, etc. You know, the core elements of the Trinity, love and family. The, and we get to participate in the divine nature. We're part of that. So it naturally flows that we as the church are called to be family. This is something we've talked about quite a lot, isn't it? Um, um, we're, we're using sort of the language of extended family really here so the reason for that is because we're not suggesting that you know the deepest darkest secrets of our hearts should be aired with everyone in our kingdom family community um, you know what you might potentially share with your husband or your wife or a really close sibling you might not share with your extended family we're not saying that and it might be appropriate at points but we're saying that we are sharing life and seeking to support and strengthen one another as we move forward and as we grow as believers in the kingdom. So extended family might be a more helpful um, concept. We want to break the problems of isolation. It's so easy for people to feel isolated. And, you know, this is one of the core areas where we would see that changing um, because you, you come into a community like this and you feel loved. You feel, I'm part of this and I'm wanted. Um, obviously, um, moving forward, this won't happen initially, but once they're launched, new friends being adopted was a, a phrase in the video, wasn't it? New friends being adopted in. So these are flexible spaces. It's not limited to the core group who are already part of that kingdom family community. You might think the best place for someone to come and see what the church is about is to invite them to your KFC. Sorry to use that, but it's going to happen. Um, but we're not talking about chicken. So you might feel that's the best space to bring someone to, and that's exactly what it's for. Bring someone into that, perhaps, rather than a, a Sunday morning or a, a bigger public meeting. Um, and that might be, for somebody, their church space. And it might take them a year in that space before they can even enter a church building. That's fine. We want to encourage that type of thing. The needs are shared and owned by the whole group. You know, Acts 2, is, it's, it's in there, isn't it? That thing. So what would it look like? A story from um, a group that operated similar to this. Someone came in and said, my car, this is a student, my car's broken. I don't know what to do. I can't afford it. We had a whip round. This is in America. $2,000 were raised in a, in a group like that, mostly students. 
Um, and we were able to then, you know, give this money to this girl, and it, it changed her whole life. That one act of generosity transformed who she was. Um, so uh, imagine an environment where that could happen. Maybe, and this is down to each group, maybe we have a kitty, a kingdom kitty, that anyone in the group can pull from. Uh, pull from. Uh, you know, there's different ways of exploring this, but this is a space where, you know, uh, the needs can be adopted by our kingdom family, shared, prayed for, but also practically responded to is, is part of that. Now, um, the reason we looked at 1 Corinthians 14 is simply this. Uh, the way that we do church on a Sunday morning necessitates a certain structure. Um, it just does. You, you, the, the numbers of people, etc. When you meet in a smaller space, you can have a much more loose structure and the spirit can move. In um, 1 Corinthians 14, that's talking about people in a home environment. It's not talking about a temple setting. And, and what was happening is people were just speaking all out at once and prophesying over each other and there was no order whatsoever. So that's why Paul says you should prophesy one at a time. And if a word is given in tongues, it needs to be interpreted. If there's no, inter- no one that, with the gift of interpretation, which there will be, by the way, because we all have all access to all the gifts, and God releases them as the needs are required, as the needs are met, it's not like you have the spirit of interpretation and you don't. It doesn't work like that, okay? It's just as needs. Um, they're gifts of the spirit. They're him working through us. They're available to all of us whenever we want them or, or need them, should I say. So, um, uh, what else? Is, um, so that sense of Paul bringing a little order is actually just to enable the spirit of God to flow and for the Lord's voice to be heard. What is he doing? Let's gather around what he's doing, his presence, and let's make sure all of us in the room are connected into this thing that God is doing. That's what 1 Corinthians 14, uh, orderly worship section, that's what it's about. And so that's what, so what might it look like if you come on an evening? Well, I imagine, and it will be different, we don't want the leaders to feel burdened. So we are saying, don't over-plan this. Don't spend a week planning a talk you're going to give. That's not how we're doing this. What we did when we did the training was, was we said, right, tonight's theme is, and we, we use the theme of um, heaven is here. Tonight's theme is heaven is here. We did some worship, um, and we didn't have any musicians. We did have musicians in the room, but we didn't use them. James just started singing. Um, and we all joined in and at one point it went wrong because we forgot the words and we all laughed it off and it was really funny it wasn't awkward it wasn't difficult it didn't feel amateur it was just family working together we laughed it on and then someone got the words on their phone and took over the leading of that time and it was really powerful and God just was in present in the room beautiful then we had a bit of a prayer for something and then we said, right, can we have three volunteers? Three brave people put their hands up. Right, you've got two minutes to speak on heaven is here. No preparation time whatsoever. We gave them two minutes. They went out. We did it in here. They went out the doors there. 
And they came back in and they shared for two minutes, each one of them, whatever the Lord had given them on heaven is here. And the atmosphere was charged. And after each person finished, we cheered and whooped and celebrated. And what was amazing is that one theme, heaven is here, was spoken about in three very different ways. One took a classic kind of didactic um, teaching style. One took a very prophetic style. And one took a very apostolic style. They were all different, all were powerful, and all of us learned something. And they, in the moment, were training, you know, to, to grow in that area of sharing what God's placed on their hearts. That doesn't take any preparation, really. It's, we gather because we're excited about the kingdom, and let's share that excitement. We meet because we're excited, not because we have to. Oh, it's home group tonight. I know it's going to be good if I go but I really would like a night in front of the TV. You know, that sort of thing that most of us have probably felt at some point, I'm, I'm hopeful with this, we're beginning, oh my gosh, it's KFC tonight, I can't wait. You know, it's a very different thing. Just a quick couple of practicalities, then we're going to commission. Um, can I sign up? Yes, of course. We are not limiting sign-ups for anyone. We did talk about the six-month rule. We've decided that's ridiculous. It's not fair. Anyone can sign up, okay? It doesn't, doesn't matter how long you've been here. If you consider yourself a worshipping member of our church family, you can sign up, okay? The emails are going to go out uh, around lunchtime today. Um, the video will be on the email, and um, it, the email explains how to sign up and gives the information you need, okay? Um, where will groups meet? We cannot give you location information. I'm really sorry. I know that's a pain, but the reason is this. We are not capping any um, kingdom family community. So we're going to let them go, if they do, up to 100. And we're going to deal with that if it happens. The reason for that is we don't want to force people into a group they don't want to be in. Okay? So uh, we want this to just... Uh, work for people. Now, if it happens that a group gets that big, don't worry. We will work with that group to bring it down to the right size and to create other groups from it. But in the launch phase, we might need to do some meetings in here. Um, we just don't know. And because of that, we can't give you locations. So at the moment, uh, just bear with us, we're unable to give you that information. We are aiming that every group will be within a five-mile radius. There's definitely one that will be outside of that. But the majority of groups are going to be within a five-mile radius of Ashington. So it shouldn't be a problem um, for most people. So how do you know which group to join? You've got to ask the Holy Spirit. He's going to tell you. And then if you still don't know... Pick the, the people running the group that you feel the most connection with. If you still don't know, tick the box that says, I have no preference for a group. Um, and then we will place you as the Holy Spirit leads us. Okay? What happens if I don't like my group? Don't worry. Stick at it for a few months. And if it's really going wrong, come and talk to us and we'll work something out. Okay? So... Um, Inevitably, doing something like this is going to be teething issues. Those are the main questions I think people want to know. When will they meet? The majority are going to 
every other week on a Wednesday night, 7.45 to 9.45. That's what we're suggesting. Each group can decide. One of the groups is going to meet on Sunday afternoons, 3.30 probably, time to be decided, but around 3.30 for a couple of hours. Um, and um, that's um, Nick and Danny Taylor's group. I'll just let you know that so that if that's something that would make more sense for you, then you know. But that's in the email as well. Most of the groups they will meet on a Wednesday evening. Uh, I think that's all I need to say practically. We do need to commission the leaders. The email will answer some of your questions. If you have questions that aren't answered by that email, you can email myself um, or Nick Graham-Smith. His email address is in the email that we're sending you. Mine is jim.waddell at chanctonbreed.org.uk and you can feed those into me or Nick and we will help uh, try and answer those. I'm going to invite all the leaders who are here now to come up and we're going to commission you. Um, and um, I know that's a really quick... Bah! because we haven't had a huge amount of time to um, share all that. It, the launch will look perhaps a little messy, and, and we are aware of that because we're going... Just come and gather around the front here, guys. Um, we'll look a little messy. Um, Just grab these. Thank you. Now, um, not oh, most of the guys are here. There's some of the leaders aren't here because they can. Uh, uh, Collins over at um, Washington and, and one or two others. Um, and um, Ian and Sally, do you want to come up as well? You come. Yeah, come on. Um, so uh, these are most of the guys who are going to be leading groups. In the email we send out, you'll have a photo and the name of the leaders, so you'll be able to see that. We're not going to tell you like the unique things of each group, because actually people don't really know until the group is formed. Now, uh, by all means, come and chat to these guys after the service um, if you want to know a bit more about um, their group. Um, and um, but. What, what I want to say is this. We really believe in everyone who's standing here in front of us this morning. We've done a level of training and investing and, and that kind of thing. And they are such incredible people. I mean, all of you are, to be honest. But um, uh, we are so excited about the, the gifts and the, the experience and the wisdom and just the hunger that each of these guys have. And whichever group you end up in, you're going to be in good hands. We really believe that. So I just want you to know that. Um, but what we're going to do for the commissioning is I'm going to ask you guys a series of questions. Um, I think we've got the words, have we, Tim? Um, just so you know right now, Tim, um, the very last piece, we're not doing the piece because we've already done it at the very end. So you leave that bit out. Um, and... Um, I'm going to ask these guys a series of questions, and then at the end, we'll commission them. So, here we go. Chanctonbury Kingdom Family Community Leaders, will you devote yourself to the Apostles' teaching, to the fellowship of believers, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer? With the help of God, I will. 
Will you devote yourself to serving the Lord that we may together become a church family filled with awe, wonders and miraculous signs? Will you devote yourself to sharing your life with those in your kingdom family community, encouraging all to share with those in need, and in particular, the lonely, the poor, and the marginalized? Will you devote yourself to the ministry of the kingdom, encouraging the people in your kingdom family community to grow in their relationship with God, to strengthen the bonds of family within the KFC, to develop their spiritual gifts and the ministry they are called to, to encourage them to take risks for Jesus, to enjoy being family together in an atmosphere of love and laughter, and to always serve for the benefit and blessing of all. And will you devote yourself to praising God with your mouth and pursuing holiness with your lifestyle, allowing gladness and sincerity to dwell within you? Oh God. And will you devote yourself to praying that through your kingdom family community, the Lord enables an environment of encounter and of loving one another that will in turn transform the spiritual atmosphere of our area, resulting in his adding to our number daily those who are being saved. The help of God. Let's all stand. I'm now going to address you guys uh, with two questions. People of God, will you support and uphold and encourage all kingdom family community leaders in their new roles amongst us, praying for the flourishing of their ministry and celebrating the life of Jesus they will be used to release? The help of God, we will. Will you give yourselves to worshipping in spirit and in truth, to embracing the fullness of the kingdom of God amongst us and to praying for the revival and salvation of hundreds and hundreds of lives. Help of God, we will. So, Chanctonbury Kingdom Family Community Leaders, we commission you as Chanctonbury... uh, That's wrong. (laughs) We commission you as Kingdom Family Community Leaders. May the Lord build the spiritual house that our labours be not in vain. And may God make you fruitful for his kingdom, bless you in his ministry, and fill you daily with his spirit for the glory of Jesus. Amen. And Chanctonbury Kingdom Family Communities, we recognise the calling that God has placed upon you and endorse you as leaders here in the parish of Chanctonbury. Now, if anyone has um, a corporate word, just very quickly, this is not individual. So if you get a word for an individual, give it to them later. But if you've got a corporate word of something God is saying uh, over all the leaders, um, let's just release that now. I'll give a couple of minutes for people to speak out. And then we'll close the service. Come on. Yes, Lord.
Amen. And so, Father, we thank you for every person uh, who has taken on that mantle to uh, lead a kingdom family community, whether as um, overseers or whether as in a supporting role. And we thank you for everyone here and those who can't be with us in this moment. And Heavenly Father, we uh, call upon you and release the power of your kingdom over each one of these incredible people. Uh, both the grown-ups and the children. And we bless you to lead us as a church family into the fullness um, in, uh, in our communities of the things that the Lord is calling us to. And we bless you with every spiritual blessing, all the wisdom of heaven and the power of his spirit that this would be such an exciting, fun-filled adventure that brings life and freedom to the people of God and to those who, the, who don't yet know him. And we join with heaven in being excited about you within the church family and what the Lord is going to accomplish through you. And we bless you as you go from here to go filled up and empowered by his spirit, excited to walk this journey with him, to see what you see the Father doing and to bring heaven to earth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we give a big uh, thank you to these lovely people? Um, thank you so much. I know it's hard at the moment to make out um, who might be leading a group. There are going to be nine uh, kings and family communities we are launching. Um, we expect that very quickly we will have to launch more. So we are anticipating that. So, um, but do bear with us in the rollout phase. Please be gracious because it's going to take a bit of work for this to, to get going right. So um, just as we do that, bear with us. Emails are coming out later today. Um, sign up whenever you like. They will, the sign-up process will close in 10 days' time. So the 11th of uh, March, midnight, is when it will close. So you need to get your requests in by then. Um, I think that's all there is to say. But thank you so much for being with us. I know we've slightly gone over today, understandably. Um, but let me just close with a blessing and, uh, and then we'll be on our way. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for your work among us. We thank you that you have led us uh, and inspired us to move forward in this direction. And we pray that as this launches, that the church family would be so blessed, encouraged and thankful uh, for this opportunity. And we ask that you would use it for your glory. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us always. Amen. Amen. One thing I forgot to say, which is really important, which is this. One of the things we want uh, the church to understand is if you feel the need to be pastored 
in our church family, the first place that that happens is within a kingdom family community. So um, if that's something that might help you decide whether this is for you or not, let, it, let that um, inform you. But um, the, the first place where pastoring happens will be here. We are building a structure that will catch other things as well um, and go deeper. But this is the first level of that. So thank you so much. Have an amazing Sunday and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much everyone for coming.